This is exactly right. I'm Kate Winkler Dawson, a journalist, author, and podcast host. And I'm Paul Holes, a retired investigator with experience solving some of America's most notorious cold cases. Together, we host Buried Bones, a historical true crime podcast on the Exactly Right Network. Each week, we examine a different case from history and use our years of experience and 21st century forensics to bring new insights into these very old tragedies. Like the time the Sausage King of Chicago's wife went missing in 1897. Don't miss new episodes every Wednesday. Follow Buried Bones wherever you get your podcasts. Bananimals, welcome to another Bananas mini So That is Kurt Brownoller. Oh, hello there. And that is Scotty Landis. Coming to you live from, well, live to tape from Malibu, California, where it is covered in clouds and a balmy 65 degrees. This is interesting. This is the first time, like, because you now, this is the second year that mm-hmm. you've gone this week to Malibu. Mm-hmm. And I remember very distinctly last year, it was yes. right before the election. Yes. And, uh, and we were... Or maybe it was election day. Like I think election day was just two days ago, and yeah. so and we did uh, too many sods right on the uh, right on the beach, and of course right on I the beach meant to be there today. Sunny old, and beautiful. Old Brownholder just got his booster and is feeling I, a little woozy. Yeah, well that's good. I'm glad you got it. Anyways, when I got boosted, same as the first time around. Nothing. No, nothing at all. You never hear anybody just say absolutely nothing. Maybe a little turned on, but for me, apparently, oh, yeah, that's right. I get a little turned on with with health. I guess it's the the feeling of security just really drives me wild. Gets these horses bucking. Yeah. Oh, just a, this the warm embrace of science is what that's you, what gets you ready to go. That's what it is. Always been there. I had a science teacher that used to on the first day of class in middle school for our first pop quiz was we just had to write I was a zygote and then sign your name and then she would give you an A. But everybody had to say I was a zygote. That was our start. That was... I wonder what... She was a different kind of lady. Okay. Miss Riley. She was a different kind of babe. But uh, <laughs> anyway, some animals for the first uh, year plus we were doing minisodes that were your crazy stories sent to us. Uh, we love them. Thank you, everybody, for sending those in. But during our live shows, we've been doing Bananas Confessions, where yeah. people anonymously write their confessions, put it in the old banana box at the front of the stage or where we sell merch. And uh, we liked it so much, we decided maybe we should switch it over for a little while and do mini-sodes that are Bananimals Confessions anonymously. Exactly. And honestly, it is very... it The crossover between... Uh, the stories that people would tell us and the confessions, uh, there's a lot of crossover, you know? Yes. Uh, these are just a l- little tad juicier. Um, a little tad juicier. It is mm-hmm. funny to like, to, to like say, like, if you're sending 
confessions in because the majority of people would be listening to this in in one yes. year. <laughs> yes. But so I just we might wanna, switch it up again. We might switch it up again. But for those of you, we do have enough uh, pooped your pants stories. Uh, yeah. It is the number one confession. Of- <laughs> By so much, it's startling. It's, it's startling. I told it's, Lauren and Laura was like, you should do one episode that is only poop your pants stories. So it's yeah. just like here we're getting we're getting rid of them all in, in one go. Yes, we'll do like December 21st, which is the longest <laughs> night of the year. So we'll just do a mini so that is I mean, if we got 400 or 500 within a day, I would say 350 were I crapped my pants at some point. And I think it's uh, majority of our listeners are women. I think society puts weird pressures mm-hmm. on women to never ever have anything come out of them and yeah. uh, I think that it's like a taboo thing but it is hilarious that yes we got literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of something was happening I was at this concert I was at a sleepover I was at my friend's house I was, I was running a lot of them and, running yes and then my stomach turned upside down and then the second paragraph is a little a little blue for the banana boys <laughs> so and also I just want to I want to relieve, I want to absolve everyone and relieve yes. everyone. It's okay to You're shit your beings. pants. Absolutely. Everyone, everyone in the world yes. has shit their pants. Every yes. single person. Even yes. if, if uh, we obviously did it as a baby, but all of us have done it either as a child or as an adult. Yes. I don't think anybody can live in New York City and use the New York City public <laughs> transit and not have a story about sprinting full speed towards the closest coffee shop or apartment building and like scr- or like running at Home Depot and being like, please, God, let this not happen to me now. I whenever yeah. I, I can't even run. I, I, I know I can't run. So it's always like an incredibly like controlled walk. Of mm-hmm. just like of being an incredible pain, but just being like, can't run, can't run, keep it together. Just like That's going right. into a Zen place. <laughs> so keep them coming. But let's, uh, you know, for the next batch, when we call for these in a couple weeks or whatever, if you're listening to these minisodes on Stitcher Premium, uh, we have plenty of uh, accidents uh pantaloon <laughs> accidents we got that covered we got that covered yeah, we, got it. So we don't any more backside accidents the more bananas the better um and they're all anonymous we will never yes reveal. oh we will never we will say never your ever. names it ruins it and and when you come to live shows have them locked and loaded we'll read them at the live shows yeah. in brooklyn and chicago coming mm-hmm. up all right give me one scotty okay here's an anonymous bananas confession middle school confession I grew up in a tiny town in Bergen County, New Jersey. You've heard of that, Kurt. I know where it is. Like super tiny and everyone knew everyone and their business. I was a band geek and spent most of my time either in the band room or with my band friends when I wasn't in class. Uh, Wandering off wasn't a big deal because I was known as a, quote, good kid, unquote. Uh, I'm not sure what was up with my twisted mind at the time. But in the eighth grade, I made up a lie as a joke to this incredible, this incredibly gullible kid, John, who was also in my grade and in marching band, but not in any of my classes. I had uh, my closest friends from band quietly tell him that I was on new medications that were like happy pills. So I was always smiling and spoke in an impossibly high-pitched voice at all times. I would pretend to be heavily medicated in front of him and be extremely smile and dramatically laugh all the time. I only did this in front of him. 
So if I happened to pass him in the hallway, I would have to switch over to my crazy happy act instantly. <laughs> Football games, choir practices, gym class. Anytime I saw him, I was really good at spotting him. I did this for an entire year. Wow. Commitment. He absolutely believed me and would do small favors for me, like walk me to class or treat me like a lost child. I really only kept it going because I wanted to see if he would actually notice. He literally never realized until I told him the next year when it was over. I did end up feeling really bad because I think, and remember, she's talking in an incredibly high voice, yeah. laughing hysterically and smiling all the time. Yeah. Uh, I did end up feeling bad because I think he developed a crush on me <laughs> and I had been lying to him for over a year. I mean, sure. Funny thing is, I was actually on Zola for a few months that year, which did make me super sleepy and zombie-like, and I would occasionally take random naps in random places. Again, no one ever questions the good kids. Wow. You're forgiven, first of all. Uh, you were in eighth grade. 100% absolved. Also, um, I mean, it's not surprising that he developed a crush. Do you know what I mean? If when you every time you saw someone, big smile, yeah, and just like seemingly really excited to see you, like you just yeah. eventually would be like, wow, this person's really fun. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I've definitely like met people that were on the end of like a long bender, and for like three days, it was like the most fun hang of all hangs. And then when it ended, you were like, oh no, the darkness came in. <laughs> oh, there was a woman in my college who i knew casually from class and stuff and and umass is a huge campus and sort of the student union or like the student centers near this really beautiful pond in classic new england style it's like people in burks and hemp necklaces throwing frisbees it was a great hang it was honestly if you had nothing to do between classes you would kind of pass through this area and say hey and we threw monster parties and i had a sketch team called feeding the ducks and so everybody called our off-campus house the ducks house mm-hmm uh, so I ran into this uh, woman that I used to see. She was a really nice, pretty girl. Uh, would always go out of the way to say hi. But she, I used to sound more Maryland and more Southern than I do mm -hmm. now. Yeah. So she thought I was Australian. When the first <laughs> time she met me, she thought I was Australian. <laughs> and she she was like, what part of Australia are you for, from? And I was like, Sydney. She's like, oh, that's awesome. And I just thought she was just joking. And yeah. then she really... So when she'd see me, she'd be like, good day. Hey, Scotty. And so I kept it up for two years. <laughs> good day. Yeah, she would say good day or good day, mate, or whatever. And I would be like, hey, how are you? I wouldn't affect my voice. I would just talk kind of how I used to talk. And the best was one day, probably a year and a half into this, she was like, hey, there's a party tonight. And I was like, where? She's like, it's at the Ducks house. And I was like, where's that? So it's my party. It's the party I'm throwing that yeah. she heard about through everybody. And she's like, it's like out in Belchertown. And I was like, well, you got to go. And so then I saw her at my own party and I just kept it going. And she was introducing me to people who I had invited to the party. She's like, this is Scotty. He's from Australia. He's an exchange student. Oh. Nobody ever. Everybody's like, yeah, totally he is. But I, to this day, we never cleared it up. So as far as she knows, I mean, we had ragers. I used to sit in the back of the, my friend uh, Franco's ford ranger pickup truck with a giant ice block and sell shots down the ice luge to the point where the sheriff's department came and this this big 
old sheriff is like where would you sit like so where was the truck parked? so i would put a folding chair in the back of a pickup truck yeah and then we would angle the 50 or 80 pound block of ice down so that people could stand behind the truck with the tailgate down uh-huh. and i we took an iron you take the tip of an iron and you draw a path down so uh-huh. you have these squiggly paths and the right one was captain morgan and the center one was stoli raspberry <laughs> and the left one was jägermeister oh my god so we'd this sell is a dollar so a creative I mean, oh, it's yeah. a and lot then, of work for a shot. <laughs> yes, but pe- but also this was pre-Instagram and stuff, right. and people were like, "This is awesome!" Yeah, and so you hand me a buck, you tell me which one you want. I would pour a shot at the top; it would zigzag all the way down. And they all thought I was just some nutty Australian guy who had like brought ice luges <laughs> everywhere he went until the cops came, until the sheriff came. And he goes, what on earth is that? I go, it's an ice luge. I was like, you pour it. And meanwhile, I'm 18, I think, or 19. And I'm like, hey, just pour a shot in the top and it goes down. And he goes, well, I'd like to see somebody try it. Who here's 21? And this girl's like, I'm 24. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> yeah. And she lines up, and I pull it down, and the sheriff's like, well, that is the coolest thing I've ever seen. What do you do when it's over? And my roommate's like, you sit on it and ride it down a hill. (laughs) (laughs) The sheriff was just like, all right, well, keep all the cars off the street, no drinking, driving. Everybody have a good night, and just left, blew his Wow, wow. Oh, my God. That nice Australian boy was just pouring Jaeger shots. (laughs) Oh, my God. It it reminds me of, like, eight stories at once. Um, Good. Good. I do remember. I don't. I don't know if this is stupid and name droppy, but it was. I was at Are a celebrity. Me? I was at Charlize Theron's party. It was a she Christmas rocks party. Ass. She's very That's like cool. the best celebrity, though. By the way, it's the like, best. It's the best. You're gonna celebrity. name one. It's like Fred Savage. And this no. is how cool she is. This is just like kind of a testament to how cool she is. She had a ice sculpture of mm-hmm. a like a naked body. Incredible. But then uh, you would get a sh- <laughs> shot through you, the. You, Shot out the butthole. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to go out the dingling. That, no, it was pathetic. out its butt. So you would just, and you had to like get down. So people, and she'd be like, like when you walked to the party, she'd be like, do a shot. <laughs> and you'd yeah, have to go boy. over and kneel down in front of this butt. And then it would like, and like, it just really squirts in your mouth pretty aggressively. Yeah. Because uh, it it's not colder, like, though. it's not angled. It's just like, no. zoom. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the real thing. Yeah. And I, I had a, we had like a, um, we had a big house in Baltimore in college. Right. And it was just like the, the four weirdos who went to my school. The best. Um, and we just had real weird parties all the time. Yes, sir. And I do remember, and this was just, I remember once coming in. I might have mentioned this before, but I, I like walked in and there everybody's just like they're like freaking out. I'm like, what happened? They're like, Darby just chugged 28 ounces of ragu. <laughs> I think you did talk about this. It's just like, but it's an incredible. What's story. happening? Why? Why did he do that? Yes, um, Darby also did the thing where he. Uh, he burnt all of his. I think I mentioned this as well. He burnt all of his like letters from a girlfriend that sure. had broken up with him in the backyard, and then the fucking fire department showed up at like ten in the morning because he's out there just being sad, burning but letters. That's great. See, that's so what, perfect. And this person who sent the confession in about pretending to be happy all the time in eighth grade and in college, in high school, like try these things. Yeah. Don't hurt anybody. But if you want to do the dumbest thing and pretend to be somebody you're not, there was there's a guy that we know who in college just told everybody his name was Chaz. And and then he got out of college and moved to New York, and then he just stopped saying it because we were all like, we know that's not your name. But for four years at his college, everybody was like, hey, Chaz, and it's not his name. 
That's All so right. good. Let's give us some more confessions. Here's a confession. Okay. I am an agnostic, but for a while I was going to this a tiny, very liberal Methodist church in my neighborhood. Okay. They recruited me into the choir, and I decided one day to get a little exercise and run mm. to choir practice mm. instead of drive. I understand running two things. I understand that. The yeah. church was about a mile and a half away, but the weather that fateful day was muggy as hell, and I've never been in an amazing shape. So by the time I got to the church, I was literally radiating heat and pretty fucking damp in the drawers, to put it politely. Okay. I, of course, tried to play it cool, got right to work playing through some new songs on the church piano with the choir, eventually cooled down, forgot all about it. Mm-hmm. That is, until practice wrapped up. As people began chatting with each other as they packed up, I arose from the piano bench only to realize in abject horror that my body heat had caused a reaction in the glossy black surface. Oh, wow. And I don't know how else to put this. There was a cloudy but very distinct white imprint of my crotch and ass cheeks on this beautiful old piano bench. Gorgeous. I was mortified. I tried to subtly sort of wipe at it, hoping it would go away. But it was for sure not going to go away. It was a full-on shroud of Turin, except my vagina instead of Jesus's face or whatever. So I just put the sheet music that we had used that day over it and yeeted out of there. I don't know if that's an autocorrect, uh, but I like it. Yeet it out of yeah, there. Yeah, it's like yeet. It means really? like you just like yeah. Oh yeah, that's like a that's a two year old internet meme. Like yeet oh, is just okay. like you you split. Great, yeet it out of Yo, there yeet. without saying a word. And I'm sure it was discovered, and I'm sure they knew it was me. And I don't go there anymore, but I drive by it all the time. Wonder if it's still there, and secretly hope that it is. Great one. You, You're absolved. You, you are absolved. In fact, I would say it's a miracle. It's a yeah. beautiful miracle. Congratulations. Yeah. And you got away with it, which is great. Yeah. Yeah, you're done. Even if you didn't. If nobody brought it up again, that's that's the joy of being pre-internet people, pre-smartphone people. It's the things we got away with that were undocumented are incredible. I wish we could go back. I do I do wonder about that. It's like, do you remember it like cuz in the like 90s say, yeah. you would see a big to-do in the newspaper about mm-hmm. like a piece of toast that looked like Jesus, right? Yes. Or like course. Moses or something. Absolutely. And it would be a huge deal. And I feel like that sort of stuff the internet just killed. Because it's like yeah, people would many. post it and people would be like, "Yeah, cool." Yeah, it does look yeah. like Jesus. <laughs> and yeah, like great. people wouldn't be like having a Mecca to this person's house in Kansas anymore. Yeah, yeah there was a during senior week, which on the East Coast, I think they have it almost everywhere, but maybe not for international uh, listeners. But if you're in senior high and um, you are a senior, you get usually off a week before graduation. So the rest of the school, the juniors, the sophomore, the freshmen keep going, but you have mm-hmm. like a week off in Maryland. I think I've talked about this before. You go to Ocean City, Maryland, and you literally just party. It's almost like your first week of college, but you're still in high school, and it's kind oh, of wow. amazing. And oh, you go wow. okay. hard. I mean, we we went very hard but we were playing asshole one night somebody had rented an apartment or i mean a hotel or a condo and there's like eight of us and you know we're all drinking high school age beer whatever that is like honey brown or or red dog or uh, killian's irish red you know beers now that you'd be like no 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 no, no, no. killian's irish red i remember yeah. that one specifically we used to drink uh mickey's all the time sure yeah that's hard that's malt liquor though yeah. that's That'll put some hair on your chest. But we were playing in this one guy and the rules of asshole. Like if you're president three times in a row, you can make a rule. Uh, and then if you're the asshole three times in a row, everybody can challenge. You have to do like a prank or something. And so this guy 
Steve was asshole three times in a row, and the president was like, you have to take off of your clothes right now, go run in the ocean, and come back. So, you know, in the scheme of things, not that bad. So we all go out to the balcony, and he goes down, and he strips off his clothes and runs. And one person took one disposable camera photo as he's running away. Uh-huh. And then, he, you know, a super skinny little guy runs out, dives in the ocean, comes back naked. We're all like, yay. He puts on towels. We keep playing. Uh, when that photo got developed, he was like bending forward in a way that his testicles were hanging very low, <laughs> like like livestock low. <laughs> and so, but but he, we were moving on. So like all of us had a really good laugh. We like passed that photo around at a party he was at. And he was like, "Oh, dude, get rid of it." But that's the only evidence of that it yeah. happened. It probably got thrown away soon after. And now this Steve with the very long hangdowns, uh, it's over for him. Now yeah. he's just like, yeah, now he's just a dad and works in HVAC. Oh, man. That is like, uh, it's. I mean, like, I just, we're just very lucky to have grown up before the internet. The perfect time. We would make videos all the time that if these videos surfaced, it would be, it would be horrifying for me. Sure. Uh, I mean, you know, when I'm 12 or whatever, they're just gross mostly. Uh, but oh, yeah. we were shooting one. It was a black and deck, the black and decker killer. And so it was a, hor- a series of horror films that we Sounds made. good. Um, and it was just, we had like a, I had a, uh, <laughs> it was just a, a table saw. Yeah. And it was a black and decker table saw. So that was how we would kill people. And uh, we were shooting something, and I was probably <laughs> 12. Uh-huh. And uh, the scene had to be where, uh, like, someone's trying to get away, but then the Black and Deller kid- to killer hits them with their car. Mm-hmm. And so what we did was <laughs> I got in my mom's car and backed. I don't know where she was. And I backed it up just, like, five feet in my driveway. Yeah. And then Bryant Fury... Was right supposed man. to like run across, and then yes. I would really slowly like yes. roll the car into him, and then he would uh, jump up onto yeah. the hood, and we would got shoot it. it and make it look like, uh, like he got hit by a car. And so, good. Cra- I guess what happened was it came in, and his butt came up. Oh boy! And then I accelerated a little too much, and then he just rolled, and his butt. <laughs> shattered the windshield. <laughs> oh boy! And it was just a perfect butt shape shatter. Oh weird! And it was the craziest thing. It must have just been one of those things where it was just like the right kind of pressure at just the right place for the yeah, way the that the windshield was, was right outside. Exactly. And then my mom came home, and we were like, and I don't know why we didn't just tell her. Exactly. And I was like, we threw a basketball at it, and it shattered. And my mom like never fully believed that, but I just kind of like stuck by. It the whole time, understandable. Had to have the, you know, people come and replace the windshield. Yep, you're absolved. Thank I you. forgive you. Thank you. I don't very think much. you need to worry about that ever again. I, I, I won't. I wasn't yeah. even, but you know, I'm happy to be absolved. I feel good. Oh about it. yeah. I, let's do one little quick one to get out of here because we get sent so many. Here's a fun one. Confession. My boyfriend refused to eat leftovers for years because he got food poisoning as a kid. But I didn't want all of our food to go to waste. Mm -hmm. So I would put leftovers on a baking sheet and roast them in the oven for a short amount of time and then pull them out and pretend I just cooked them. (laughs) And he doesn't remember that that was last (laughs) night's meal. That's the funniest thing. That's what I thought, too. It's like just rearrange it a little bit. It's like the thing where you overorder in a restaurant. You just push the food (laughs) to the side of the plate a little bit. Like, I ate ate a lot. I'm not just wasting food. Also, it is a good way to not get food poisoning, too, because it probably cooks whatever bacteria. Reheat that food. 
There you go. You are absolved, absolved. and forgiven. Thank you for your confession. Thank You're you, Scotty. You're wonderful animal. Um, this we is did fun. It. I yeah. like confessions. Oh, yeah. And guys, yeah. we'll be back in two weeks with another one. Bananas. This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced and engineered by Katie Levine. Theme music by Kahan. And all of our artwork is done by Travis Millard. You can follow us on Instagram at The Bananas Podcast, where we post stories every day and things that we don't cover on the podcast. Listen, subscribe, and please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. And if you're interested in advertising on Bananas, please email us at thebananaspodcast at gmail.com. That's thebananaspodcast at gmail.com.